live from America. You're listening to the Hip Hop Patriots. everybody how you doing you're locked and loaded right here on lfa tv here on rumble.com slash lfa tv this is live from america and i am your ever so humble god-fearing and god-loving host of the show jeremy harrell the hip-hop patriot and we're live as always from this beautiful white mountain granite state of new hampshire and it's always a pleasure and an honor and a blessing from god to be here with each and every one of you so you know what we do we got to give some live shout-outs this morning, so let's do that right now. J-Dog, 165. How you doing, J-Dog? Ruth, 65. How you doing, Ruth? Joe Cubs fan and Aspen, how are you? OFP Farms, Foxy is in the building. How you doing, Foxy? Suzanne and Logan is here. Amanda Collins is in the building. How you doing? Amber Wolf is in the building. Bad Moon is back. How you doing, Bad Moon? Michelle, good to see you, Michelle Dus. MAGA, hello. Grammy Love is in the building. Joe Bo, watching from Texas. Sugar Booga, I like that. Sugar Booga. I think I'm going to start calling my daughter that. My little Sugar Booga. That's awesome. CQ and C Ward is in the building. Nikki1973, Lala Art. And let's give one more here. Let's give it to. Ant Loeb. From Texas. Ant Loeb. Ant Lob. And shout me out, Diedrich, Wisconsin. Diedrich in Wisconsin, how you doing? I do appreciate you guys all being here on this Friday. Look, we've made it through another week, and that's all we can ever ask for. We've had a really good week. We've had more go on as far as testimony and vindication and truth coming out of these uh, investigative hearings than we've seen maybe in the last decade combined as far as truth goes. And we're only going to get more and more and more and more. We've had good rulings this week. We've had fighters this week. We've had great statements put out by President Donald J. Trump about what his agenda is pertaining to, uh, you know, the auto industry and and, uh, censorship and so much more. And as we end this week, I know normally we don't like to give these clucking hens, and I know you know what I'm talking about, any kind of airtime, but when it's melting down over the fact that we're winning, then you gotta, then you gotta give it the airtime. So ladies and gentlemen, as the mainstream media talks nothing about Joe Biden's $5 million bribery scheme, 
that was absolutely proven yesterday through FBI documentation. Let's also watch the melting down of people like The View because of winning and topping the charts. Roll it. So country singer Jason Aldean is getting backlash for the video of his song, Not in a Small Town, which critics are saying is racist. Got lyrics, racist lyrics and images. (laughs) Aldean says the song's about unity. Here's uh, South Dakota Christy Neem, Gnome, defending him. Here's a clip. I am shocked by what I'm seeing in this country with people attempting to cancel the song and cancel Jason. I think a lot of times people that go out and and fight every day on these important issues and and have an opinion and remember the freedom and liberty that this country was founded on get persecuted from it. And we're seeing that with the Aldeans right now and the songwriters that work so hard on this. And I just want them to know that we support them. We love them. Thank you for writing a song that America can get behind. And uh, boy, keep singing, keep playing. And if you want to come to South Dakota, I'll let you play anywhere. You let them play anywhere? <laughs> you own South Dakota now? <laughs> listen, I, listen, you know, there are lyrics in the song and I think, you know, he talks about life in a small town and it's different, you know, and he shows these images. He's got uh, folks uh, from the Black Lives Matter movement and he's talking about people taking care of each other and I find it so interesting that it never occurred to Jason or the writers that that's what these folks were doing they were taking care of the people in their town oh yeah because they didn't like what they saw oh, just that's like you what talk it was. about people taking care of each other in small towns we do the same thing in big towns you just have to realize that when you make it about black lives matter people kinda say well are you are you Talking about black people, what are you talking about here? If we're talking about Americans taking care of each other, then it shouldn't be about Black Lives Matter. You should be able to show all the different things that have gone on in our country where people stood up and said no more. We do the same thing that small towns do. That's my two cents to that. Well, that's because you're an idiot, Whoopi Goldberg, and you don't know what he's talking about. He has no, he's not talking about black people. He's talking about Black Lives Matter, and he's talking about Antifa, both terroristic Marxist uh, hate groups who are racist and bigoted. And he says, if you come to my town, how come you don't try that stuff in a small town? Why are you only doing it in the cities? She said, we protecting our own too. Okay, Mayor Eric, eighth grade Adam's wife. We protected our own too. Unbelievable. I love watching them melt down, though. How many of you enjoy watching the meltdown from the left? Let's, you know what? Let's pull up the Rumble chat early today, and let's see what you guys think about the, the, uh, the clucking hens uh, melting down over Jason Aldean's song. By the way, it made it to uh, number one. So continue to melt down, snowflakes, and we'll continue to cash in. She's the Bronx cheer. In small town, everyone knows everyone and their business. Burning and looting in your town is not taking care of your town. You didn't post on Telegram. J.S. Carly, you might want to go look again. But thank you. Cannot stand them. Neither can I. So many black racists. More than white. More than white. I can tell you that with all bit of surety. More than white people. I stand behind Jason Aldean. Black Lives Matter are getting paid for destroying. Not anymore. <laughs> Bankrupt. 
bankrupt, basic, you know what. I can't stand hearing from them anymore. But I listen to Jason all day, every day. Amen. No amount of evidence will persuade them. Well, that's exactly right. Because they don't live in the world of proof and evidence. They live in a world of make-believe and fantasy. You could be whatever you want. A boy could be a girl. You could be a gay unicorn. Whatever. It doesn't matter. They're all trash. And I think me and Eli, uh, you know, in anticipation of people like them coming on over our airwaves and spewing their regurgitated CNN garbage, well, we've got this. Oh, hi. Thanks for checking in. I'm still a piece of garbage. Yes, every time we check in on The View, I'm reminded they are still pieces of garbage. All right, folks, God bless each and every one of you. Please rumble and like the video, share the video. Let's go to the verse of the day today, which uh, I, I, I think the, uh, the verses of the day, they're getting more and more and more powerful as we go. And I titled today's verse of the day, the pillars of the earth are the Lord's. The pillars of the earth are the Lord's. Look, Satan may run this little bed and breakfast that he calls earth, But the pillars that hold the earth up, they belong to the Lord. And I think Satan is about to meet his maker. Verses of the day, 1 Samuel 2, 6 through 10. 1 Samuel 2, 6 through 10. The Lord kills and makes alive. He brings down to the grave and he brings up. The Lord makes poor and the Lord makes rich. The Lord makes... Uh, He brings low and he lifts up. He raises the poor from the dust and lifts the beggar from the ash heap to set them among princes and make them inherit the throne of glory. For the pillars of the earth are the Lord's and he has set the world upon them. He will guard the feet of his saints, but the wicked shall be in silent in darkness. For the strength of No man shall prevail, for by strength no man shall prevail. The adversaries of the Lord shall be broken in pieces. I want to stop right there. What did Donald Trump say that he was going to do to the deep state this time around? What is Donald Trump promising to do to the corrupt, evil, deep state in a retribution presidency? He's threatening to break them up into so many pieces, splinter them to so many pieces that there's no longer any remnant of them left. Sound familiar? The adversaries of the Lord shall be broken in pieces from heaven. He will thunder against them. The Lord will judge the ends of the earth. I said the devil is such an unoriginal loser that since he can't create anything but lies, he must copy and try to mirror what God has already done and will continue to do. Satan is like the manager of a dying corporate mega chain that went woke and now it's going broke. He thinks that by offering this world to Jesus or to anyone else in return for their loyalty is actually worth anything. Doesn't he know that everything's temporary? He should. Satan thinks that he has a firm foundational grip on the earth. He is in control of so much that his ego once again has gotten the best of him. And I don't think he realizes that God owns the pillars on which this world sits. He's on stolen time and on stolen land just like Joe Biden and the corrupt pedophiles in Washington, D.C. Now you 
who understand this will never be duped into thinking that he has anything of value to give you or offer you. His house is not built on an immovable rock. It's built on stolen land. And God is about ready to serve him his eviction notice, folks. In Jesus' name, we pray for him to come back as soon as possible. And we go to the Lord right now in prayer. Our Father who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever. In Jesus' name we pray, amen. And I want to thank each and every one of you every single day for being here with me, helping me guide the masses with the word of Jesus Christ, helping me spread the gospel, not gossip, and sharing this message every single day. God bless you, and thank you all for being here. We're just getting started. Mike Crispy says it every day, but when I talk about it, I'm talking about us brothers and sisters in Christ. Baby, we just getting started. And I want to say happy anniversary. I saw there was an anniversary out there. It looked like there was like 72 years old and having an anniversary or something. I don't know who that was. I just saw it's our anniversary today. I want to say happy anniversary to you. I want to thank you all for being here. And remember, rumble this video. Let's just give it a like and share. All right, folks, let's get into our first and foremost section. Lift up your cups, please. Here we go. We definitely want to get over 4,000 as soon as possible. The judge has announced the start of the trial from against Donald J. Trump from the Department of Justice pertaining to the classified documents that they illegally sent the FBI to raid Donald J.'s Trump home to get in Mar-a-Lago earlier this year. I believe it was in March, if I'm not mistaken. Now, the other day, The other day we talked about the judge, or I think it was just yesterday, we, we told you that the judge denied the DOJ's request to start the, the trial in December because they want this trial done and over with and they want some kind of conviction on Donald Trump so they can implement the 14th Amendment and make it so that he can never run again. Judge Eileen Cannon smacked that down and said, no, 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 not going to happen. We're not starting this in December. It's not It's not even possible with the volume of evidence that needs to be poured through by the defense. At the same hearing, Donald J. Trump's lawyers argued for an indefinite suspension of the case until at least after the election, at the very least. Judge Eileen Cannon also did not request, uh, grant their request, but did leave them two options of what they need to go back and do and then come back with that same request and she'll give a judgment on it then but as of right now she could not judge or grant that request and now I have a trial date for you set by Judge Eileen Cannon what it seems that she has done is split the difference and set the trial date to start in May the criminal trial in federal prosecutor's case regarding President Trump's retention of classified documents 
after leaving office is now set for May 20th, 2024. May 20th, that was announced this morning. So that is basically June 1st. And there's no way that that trial is done inside of six months. So ladies and gentlemen, you have to understand something here about Judge Eileen Cannon, who is the federal U.S. district judge overseeing this entire case by the grace of God and God alone. What you have to understand is she's under massive amounts of scrutiny right now from people, uh, colleagues in her realm and people above her to get rid of this case because they don't think she should have the case. They want her to recuse the case. And if she does the slightest bit of wrong, any kind of judgment that cannot be backed up by law, then they're going to get rid of her. They're going to file lawsuits against her in federal court that she be removed from the case. So you have to understand the very narrow path. You understand narrow paths. We walk on one every day that Judge Eileen Cannon has to navigate in being the overseeing judge of this case. A, she has to make sure that it's not taken from her. She's not removed from this in some kind of a lawsuit so that somebody else can oversee this. B, she has to look fair, but C, she has to judge by the Constitution. And I think she's doing that. And there is no way that this case, even starting May 20th, if it does, but which, by the way, she told Trump's lawyers what they need to come back with from now until then to suspend it till after the election. There's no way that trial's over by the time the election is done. And might I add that by then Super Tuesday will have already happened and the Republican Party will know who the nominee is. So this is nothing but good news outside of we just wish she would say case closed. She can't do that. She could do that, but they would put Donald Trump in in jeopardy of having a lawsuit filed and another judge taking the case back up who hates Donald Trump. Do you understand how this works? It's a very hard place to navigate for her. I understand why judge did it. It makes sense to split the difference. Amen. That's exactly right. And it makes it so she's not biased in any way, shape, or form. So continue to pray for Donald Trump, obviously. Continue to pray for Judge Eileen Cannon, obviously, that she makes the right decisions based on law. Look, we know Donald Trump didn't do anything wrong. So we don't need to pray that she sides with Trump. No. We need to pray that she sides with the Constitution because the Constitution is on Donald Trump's side in this situation, in this scenario, in this federal case. So I would like to go ahead right now and give Judge Eileen Cannon the Smarty Award of the day because it was the right move, it was the smart move, and this case is not now not going to be done before the election. Smarty Award of the day, Judge Eileen Cannon. Very smart move. Very smart move on how to navigate. And I think as, as far as a fair ruling, somebody said he needs a fair ruling, I think that's a fair ruling if you want her to stay in charge of the case. Now, a fairer ruling, if we didn't live in such a corrupt pile of dung as we do now, would be to her to just say, I'm dismissing the case based on the Presidential Records Act, the PRA, boom, done. Because that is what's going to happen anyway. So I'd like to ask you to continue to pray for her. And that, ladies and gentlemen, is the first and foremost section of the day. Now, getting back to the Joe Biden $5 million bribery case. 
Zero seconds, ladies and gentlemen, did the mainstream media cover this case yesterday. Can you believe that? Zero seconds, but yet 527 minutes total into Trump's garbage indictments. Let me say that one more time for short clip purposes. Yesterday, we were vindicated. Our research was vindicated. Your knowledge was vindicated that Joe Biden definitely 100% per the FD1023 FBI official document, which is unclassified. We know that Joe Biden was involved in the bribery case in which he got $5 million. This is not a conspiracy theory. This is not an irrefutable um, statement. This is fact. Done. And there were zero seconds spent on this topic last night by the mainstream media. But collectively, there was 527 minutes talking about Trump's garbage indictments. Are you surprised? Are you surprised? And when I say mainstream media, I'm talking about ABC, CBS, and NBC, not Fox News. I'm talking about across the board, ABC, CBS, NBC, and MSNBC. Those are mainstream media outlets. CNN isn't even. Remember, they're just cable news outlets. I'm talking about the real big five, not a single second. 527 minutes on the Trump indictment, zero seconds on Joe Biden. And that is why LFA TV is so important. It's disgusting. Again, I don't put Fox News and CNN in mainstream media. They're cable news. They're biased media companies and they're cable news and they won't go against the grain no matter what. And that's how the mainstream media used to be. They used to be able to, at one time in this country, there was at least two good outlets that would just report the news. But now they're all bad. Now they're all biased. And while I'm biased towards a policy and towards a, an America first way of thinking, I'm not biased towards a party where all mainstream media and cable news outlet uh, media are today. They're biased towards a party. Not us here at LFA TV. Incredible. 527 minutes to zero. And why? Well, because they're all bought and paid for by China, okay? The CCP runs and owns everything. And now I'm going to talk a little bit about that. A Beijing-linked hacker has breached the email account of the U.S. ambassador to China. You think our State Department's going to do anything about it? You think Beijing Biden is going to do anything about it? No. Bought and paid for just like Bill Clinton, just like uh, George Bush, just like Barack Obama. In a high-profile security breach, a group of hackers linked to the Beijing government have accessed the email account of the U.S. Ambassador to China, Nicholas Burns, and U.S. Ambassador Daniel Crittenbrink, the Assistant Secretary of State for East Asia. This was first reported by the Wall Street Journal. According, according to the story, the hack by the Chinese group that the company said was intent on conducting espionage went undetected for over a month. Well, there you go. 
So you got Joe Biden on camera saying, we don't have any ammunition left. Meanwhile, we got Chinese spy balloons going over our country, over our military uh, facilities, getting all the information they need, transporting it back to the China bases that are now in Cuba, and then sending back to their overlords in the CCP in China. And now we've got U.S. ambassadors' emails that have been hacked for over a month. I wonder what kind of sensitive information that was taken by these Chinese hackers who penetrated into our government emails. Amazing. Not so much, though. We are a broken military. And I talked about that yesterday when we talked about the transgenders who now don't have to be deployed. Now, Donald Trump has given you an entire agenda around rebuilding our military. Number one, no wokeness anymore. No transgender crap anymore. Period. End of story. And just for anybody just joining in, Chinese hackers penetrated the email accounts of Commerce Secretary Gina Raimondo and other state and Commerce Department officials in the weeks before... Secretary of State Anthony Blinken traveled to Beijing and bowed down to Xi Jinping for seven hours before they finally let him in a room with Xi Jinping to just say, yes, we'll give you whatever you want. You are my master now. Including two ambassadors to China. They're eating our lunch, ladies and gentlemen. They are absolutely eating our lunch. And before we go to our first break, I need to tell you that you guys know Fed now is up and running. You know, the central back digital currency that place that plans on literally ridding this country of physical money. Check this out. Not only is that up and running, but WorldCoin CEO says global digital currency tied to global digital ID will soon be required whether you like it or not. (laughs) Folks, please share this video. There's no longer, this is no longer talked about in futuristic terms. It's here and it's happening right now. It is current reality that will soon be forced on all of humanity, just like the masks and the lockdowns were. And unfortunately, 90% of the world said, okay, we'll do that. And that was the test run for this. Will you comply or will you just be shut out of the market? Sign of the beast, folks. Sign of the beast. Mark of the beast. The CEO of WorldCoin has warned that a global digital system will be ushered in for citizens around the world whether they like it or not. WorldCoin has developed the system that it pitches as, quote, the world's largest identity and financial public network, end quote. Essentially, the company has created a database that links digital cash or central backed digital currency, CBDCs, with a digital identity system. But yet we've got voter rolls that can't be cleaned up. The company has created its own form of digital money called WorldCoin Token, WLD. Linked to WorldCoin Token is another WorldCoin product, World ID. World ID is a digitally, uh, digital identity system that collects biometric data, you know, like facial recognition and stuff like that, for individuals and holds it in a database that links to WLD transactions. So they'll be able to put face 
to money. WLD and World ID are connected and accessed via the company's World app. And when it's all in place and no longer voluntary, you know, like the masks first were and then like the vaccines were, those technologies will be used to create and enforce 15-minute cities, which you and I have been talking about. And this is all part of the plan. And they will confiscate all of our rural land. And you will have no water. You will have no food. You will have no ownership. And you will like it. The question is, the United States of America still has, it still has and still is, the largest army on planet Earth with the most weapons and ammunition. My question is, when are we going to start using them? Because I pray for that day. I really do. A lot of you say, I don't want that day to come. You have to understand, you have no choice. It's either that day or their day. That's where we are now. We're at that black or white moment. We're at that shift or get off the pot moment. It's either that world or our world. And you will have to use bullets in order to achieve the latter. But I think God's got it figured out. And I think God's got the right anointed man on, the, on track for us to do that. The question is, will our military be the ones that end up using the, uh, the weapons and the ammo? Or will its citizens? And if Donald J. Trump gets back in there like he's promising to, well, then he'll have the military and he'll, just, he'll instruct the military to do it. If not, we'll have to do it. And if not, well, we'll all have world digital back currency. Folks, we have 3,900 people watching live. I want to say thank you all. Have you liked it? Have you shared? Have you signed in? Are you in the live chat? If not, please do so now as we go to our first sponsor of the day. And uh, I I think it's very fitting that we talk about them right now, especially after we just talked about what uh, we just said. And that's Gold Co., folks. And it's not just enough to have the gold back IRA in some digital cloud somewhere. No, 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 no. You're going to need physical coins, folks. You're going to need physical gold, physical silver, physical palladium, or physical platinum. One of those four. You're going to have to have them at some point. Now, whether it means that you have them until the dollar gets rebuilt and uh, bounces back because Donald J. Trump fixes the currency and starts backing it with something, even if it's with military might. I don't even care if our money's backed with military might because it has been in the past and it can be in the future. But while that's happening, you're going to need some kind of physical coins or bars. I recommend bars if you can afford it, coins if if you can't, and IRAs if you can as well goldcode.com folks goldcode.com it is worth having the conversation if not with me then definitely with them goldcode.com slash live or 855-559-3433 today and another one while we're at it while we're here fourpatriots.com another thing you're definitely going to have to have now sean farish made a good point about the solar power generators if you do not have a generator housed unit You cannot run your gas generator in your home. And your neighbors are not going to let you run your gas generator for days and days on end, especially if they don't got one, especially if shift hits the fan, they might even steal it. But I'm going to tell you this right now. If you have the Patriot Power Generator, one of the three that they make, and the expansion packs platinum upgrade that comes with it, you can run it in your house, whisper quiet, nobody hears it, not even you. That's what you get. Peace of mind. 
with places like GoldCo and 4Patriots.com. And the greatest thing about 4Patriots, made in America, full-time money-back guarantee in case you don't like it, and a portion of everything you buy goes to a veteran family. Look at, why don't you, look at Hextail. Hextall in the, in the uh, live chat said, switched my IRA to GoldCo. There you go. There you go. Get them now while you can, ladies and gentlemen. 4Patriots.com, promo code LFA. Moving on. Smarty Award of the Day today. We're just going to go. We've already given it away, but we got to give it again. We got to give it again. Who's that going to go to? The second Smarty Award of the Day, and I don't have one, so I'm going to have to pretend. <laughs> Representative Kat Kamek. Kat Kamek from Texas, ladies and gentlemen. Boy, she put the smackdown. She put the smackdown on Representative Ranking Member Stacey Plaskett yesterday. This was incredible, and I don't know how I missed this yesterday. Roll the clip. I believe um, the ranking member said she was deeply concerned um, about the affiliation, and we seem to have a guilty by association theme going on here. And so I just have to state for the record that I myself am deeply concerned about the affiliation of the convicted sex trafficker, Jeffrey Epstein, of which the ranking member took campaign donation money from. So I think that's the beauty of the First Amendment is that we have a right to say what we want to say, but we also have the right to be offended. So I just wanted to point that out. I believe um, the ranking member said she was deeply concerned um, about. So there you go. She said the ranking member, Plaskett, was deeply concerned about relationships and ties. She said, but what about your ties to taking money from Jeffrey Epstein? Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Let's go, baby. Yes, Frankie. <laughs> what about... the? T- I didn't hear uh, ranking member Stacy Plaskett bumper gums on that one, did you? What about your campaign taking money from Jeffrey Epstein? If we're going to talk about ties, I'm telling you, folks, we are bringing the heat lately. And this is why it was so important for us to take the house. If we were going to take one or the other. Oh, she's out of Florida, not Texas. Who said that? Kat Kamek is out of Florida. Really? I thought she was out of Texas. Is, am, I, am I living in an alternate universe? Cat is from Florida. My bad. My bad. I, 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 for some reason, was thinking Cat was from Texas. Well, there you go. Out of Florida. Either way, she laid the smack down on Stacey Plaskett. That was amazing. She didn't hear Stacey running her mouth from that one, did you? No, 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 no. But now let's go to Texas. Maybe that's why I had it mixed up. Let's go to Texas. As it is official, Texas has now resigned from the Democrat operative founded and funded ERIC Eric voting registration registration system, ladies and gentlemen, and that is nine states now out and only 23 remain. Now, this is something that we've been working on very hard here on LFA to get people to pull out of the Eric system because the Eric system is founded, funded by Soros money, Democrat operatives, Democrat executives, and it's just another way to cheat. It's just another way to manufacture fake ballots. Now, you heard Donald Trump talking the other day about fake ballots. Well, ladies and gentlemen, today, nope, yesterday, excuse me, Texas Director of Elections sent a letter on behalf of the Texas Secretary of State notifying the Eric System Incorporation that they would be immediately resigning from the Eric System uh, partnership. Now we have 
Missouri, Florida, West Virginia, Ohio, Louisiana, Texas now, Alabama, Virginia, and Iowa. I believe that's all of them. I have that pulled up. I guess I can go make... Let me see if I can uh, let me see if I can validate that. All right, here we go. Missouri, West Virginia, Virginia, Florida, Iowa, Alabama, Louisiana, Ohio, Texas. That's all nine. That's nine. Nine. And there's 23 remaining. So we've got folks, if we want to stop them from manufacturing fake ballots of dead people and people that don't even exist then we need to have these states pull out of the ERIC system. The ERIC system is, the, is the, the building blocks of manufacturing fake ballots. Who pulled Texas out of the ERIC system? The Secretary of State. The Secretary of State. Secretary of State is in charge of elections in the state. So big shout out. Big shout out. Now, moving on. Uh, from Texas, we went from Florida to Texas. Now we're going to go up to New York City, folks. As New York City, even though they are crying and complaining, and Mayor Eric Eighth Grade Adams said, "We can't take any more your, we can't take any more, any more migrants. We can Our cup is overfloweth. Our cup has overfloweth. I'm the pinnacle of a black man. You're a reject." And now New York City, even though they are tapped out, completely tapped out of money, completely tapped out of resources to help the illegal aliens. Well, ladies and gentlemen, they have now agreed to pay violent Black Lives Matter and violent Antifa protesters $13 million after 450 businesses were damaged and destroyed by their riots. Help me make sense of that one. Over 1,300 protesters are now eligible to be paid nearly $9,950 under the $10,000. Isn't that, isn't that incredible? Under the $10,000 IRS uh, requirement. $9,950 for police action during their violence, during their looting, during their arson, during their property destruction. At the, riot, at the riots following the drug-addicted scumbag George Floyd's uh, death in Minnesota last year. George Floyd was a criminal, a scumbag, a drug-addicted loser, a woman abuser, and got what was coming to him. Maybe he shouldn't eat a mouthful of fentanyl right before he's arrested and he wouldn't, die, and he wouldn't have died. Meanwhile, there's a cop in jail for it. Now, this does not include the payments that roughly 300 protesters were awarded nearly $12 million in individual lawsuits against the city. This is just a new one. Yeah, let's pay them for destroying the country. Let's pay them for destroying businesses. Let's pay them for hurting people. Unbelievable. Good job, New York City. We're broke and we need more money. But we're going to give more money to the people who destroyed our city. How many of you could use $9,950? You know what I, do you know what I would do if I had $9,950 right now? Here's what I would do. If I had $9,950 extra dollars right now, 
the first thing that I would do is put two-thirds of it in the slurp fund. And with the, with the last third, I would pay my, my bills for the month so my family had a little bit of a room to breathe for the month. That's what, that's what I would do. What would you do with $9,000? Or, excuse me, 10000 How do you get it? Go to New York and start burning and looting. Maybe you can get $10,000. Just saying. Sounds, like, sounds legit, right? Right? Go to New York City, burn, loot, and murder, put a mask on, and you yourself can get that money. But wait a minute. Wait. Whoa, 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 whoa. I just thought of something. I just thought of something. If these people were wearing masks and they were burning, looting, and murdering, and we didn't know who they were then, but they show up to get the money now and we prove that they were a protester, can we also charge them for the destruction because now we know who they are? Just thought of that. Nancy said she'd give it all to LFA. Aw, thank you. Thank you very much. We'd be in jail and everybody knows it. Oh, thank you, Tina. Tina just gave Eli his lunch money. A hundred bucks. Thank you, Tina. And thank you guys all who've been rumble ranting. You guys are incredible. Now, let's go. We went from Florida to Texas, from Texas to New York. This is called Live from America. So let's go from New York over to California as we buzz, buzz, buzz around the country. As Gavin Newsom has just fined a conservative school district $1.5 million for rejecting textbooks that mention gay rights activists who sexually assaulted minors and teens. Sounds legit. Sounds legit. And this guy right here, who looks like he's got a cocaine problem and who's one of the biggest losers on planet Earth, this guy right here is now fining schools who don't teach pornography and pedophilia. Cocaine's a hell of a drug. <laughs> looks like he's got a little bit of a drippage right there. Doesn't that look like a little bit of runny nose right there? Runny nose syndrome? I don't know. Maybe it was skiing in the bathroom before he made that speech. Democrat Marxist Governor Gavin Newsom has fined a Southern District School, um, Southern California School District, one point five million dollars for rejecting textbooks that mention Harvey Milk. Remember Harvey Milk, a gay rights activist who sexually assaulted a minor. Harvey Milk reportedly sexually assaulted a sixteen-year-old boy over and over again, and so the conservative school board, uh, school board members in. Uh, Temecula Valley uh, Unified School District rejected the state-sanctioned books that mentioned Harvey Milk. Because why would you want a pedophile, scumbag, gay... But yet they get fined $1.5 million for it. Do we have a... I think I've got a video of this loser talking about this. I think I do. Hold on. Give me a second, ladies and gentlemen. I'm going to pull up a... I think I have a video of this moron. I do. Okay, I thought so. Give me one second. Let me pull this up for you. There it is. There's Governor Gavin Gruesome Newsom, probably talking about exactly why he did this. Everybody, it's uh, Gavin Newsom, father of four with two young elementary school kids. And I want to talk to the Poor parents of the School District. Uh, we've been paying close attention, as I know you have, particularly with school uh, coming up on August 14th. Uh, you're worried, I'm worried, we're all worried uh, about access uh, to information, access to 
uh, access to pedophilia studies books that are being made access to pedophilia to hundreds of thousands of kids all throughout the state of California but are being denied to the kids in the Temecula district uh, that social studies book is being censored by the local school board um, I know that's created a lot of anxiety the last thing we need is more anxiety and more stacking of stress so I want you to know that we're moving forward the state is moving forward and purchasing and procuring those social studies books your kids have the freedom to learn and you have the freedom to access those books, the same books that hundreds of thousands of other kids throughout the state are accessing. Yeah, that hundreds of other thousands of kids in, in, across the state are being groomed and, and indoctrinated with, right? Temecula School District, uh, privatize your school district. Privatize your school district, take no more public grants, take mo- no more public funds, tell the governor to stick it where the sun don't shine and privatize your school district. There you go. There you go. Then they lose all those young minds to indoctrinate and groom. That's how we start fighting back, folks. Privatize your school district. Get rid of it. Get rid of it. What is, what is the biggest nightmare of these pedophiles? It's when we build our own or, or, or break free from their grooming and their indoctrination. Here's one for you. Disney's biggest nightmare. What is it? It's a red state that's building a $2 billion theme park to rival... Disney, they said, go build your own social media platforms. We did that. They said, go build your own this. We did that. Go build your own credit card application, your credit card processing centers. We did that. Go build your own news stations. We did that. Go build your own uh, GoFundMe sites. We did that. Give, send, go. Now we're building our own theme parks too. Pretty soon we're going to build our own cars, build our own oil refinery plants, build our own gas refinery plants, start doing, start fracking for natural gas all on our own, and we're going to tell the federal government to stick it where the sun don't shine. That, ladies and gentlemen, is called declaring your de- independence from your government. It was announced on Wednesday that over $2 billion will be spent to open up in the American Heartland theme park and resort in northeast Oklahoma. The proposed 125-acre park is comparable to Disney's World, uh, Disney World's Magical Kingdom located in Orlando, Florida. This park will feature an American-themed environment with a variety of entertaining rides, live shows, family attractions, waterways, as well as a restaurant-quality food, restaurant food and beverage offerings, said the press release. Can we bring this up? I want to bring this up uh, on a, uh, yeah, there we go. Check this out, folks. Here's what it's going to look like. Boom. American Heartland. Woo! Let's go. Let's go. Let's put Disney out of its misery. Let's shoot that old dog in the head. I absolutely love it, ladies and gentlemen. They said fight back, and that's exactly what we're doing. That's exactly what we're doing. Guess who else fought back? Somebody who has no prayer of winning the presidency, but Vivek Ramaswamy. What did Mike Crispy, the great Mike Crispy, who's on this... uh, on this network, ladies and gentlemen, right after me, you guys know him. Unbelievable. There he is. Him and I said Ramaswamy would catch DeSantis in two weeks. Looks like we're a week ahead of schedule. Vivek Ramaswamy has caught up to Florida Governor Ron DeSantis in recent national polls for 2024 GOP governor prim- uh, presidential primary. According to a poll conducted by Kaplan Strategies, Ramaswamy and DeSantis are both tied at now 12. Just a week ago, Ramaswamy was at three. Two or three? Four? Now he's at 12. TPUSA gave him a big bump, I guess. TPUSA gave him a big bump. Now, Ramaswamy has no chance of winning presidency, but it just goes to tell you that 
LFA TV was right once again. Gosh, I love being the most trusted name in news. And now, ladies and gentlemen, without further ado, OMG Media Company, OMG Media Group, James O'Keefe is now going to the school. They said fight back, so now we're fighting back. Now we're fighting back the school boards. And we're arming children with, with cameras. I love it. James O'Keefe, OFP, o- OMG Media. Check it out. I just went out. Well, you don't want to talk? You don't want to talk? He doesn't want to talk to me. Hi there, looking for Austin McCaffrey. La- Lavender or Austin? I thought it was Austin. Lavender was, was eating babies and uh, screwing mannequins online. Uh, made posted songs with disturbing lyrics. I will be giving out hidden cameras to a variety of parents and sometimes students, and they will be exposing corruption, lies, abuse that exists in public schools. So we had a person come to our school. There is no secret. Please take your phones off. Don't videotape me, please. Don't, don't, don't put this on social media. Hi. My name is James O'Keefe, um, investigative journalist. Uh, and I'm from Bergen County, New Jersey. And um, I recently was made aware of someone that was let go in this school district. And I'm reading from a blog post here about this. The district made the right decision in firing that person, but that doesn't stop people from going to the BOE meetings trying to get Lavender, that was the person's name, reinstated at one of the BOE meetings earlier in the year. Plenty of people who got up to speak for Lavender, that was the person um, who was terminated, spoke for her, but there was only one parent that got to speak up for the students. So one of the missions of OMG is to create transparency in uh, schools and record wrongdoing of teachers. This particular teacher uh, I've been made aware of, did some really, hor- said some really horrible things, did some horrible things, posted uh, pictures of eating babies and screwing mannequins, disturbing songs and music, Gross. and now claims or claimed that they were fired for being trans. So to, to uh, further the mission of accountability and transparency in New Jersey, we have a number of hidden cameras here today and I'm gonna be standing in the back of the room and distributing them for any parents who want to give the camera to your student. Um, The parents that are here, I'll be back there, and if you'd like one, we'll give them to you so that you could record uh, lying, cheating, stealing, and scamming in uh, in the schools, including in Roselle Park. Thank you, I'll be in the back. I'm standing outside the house of former teacher Austin McAfee from Roselle Park, New Jersey, he was fired from his position for for posting pictures showing him eating eating babies and screwing mannequins. Um, he made and posted songs with disturbing lyrics about sexual imagery, violence, and loathing towards Christians. Posted a YouTube video where there's a bag over his head, looks like a child or woman on her knees is stabbing him. He claims he was fired for being transgender, even though nothing about him looks transgender or looks like he's trying at all to be a woman. Hi there, looking for Austin McCaffrey. Who are you? This is James O'Keefe, investigative reporter, 
reporting on some of the actions in Roselle Park. Is Austin home? Is he? Lavender. Lavender or I thought it was Austin. Lavender was, was eating babies and uh, screwing mannequins online, uh, made posted songs with disturbing lyrics, and now claims he was fired or she was fired or he, for whatever, for being trans. What, what, is that true? And where are you from again? My name is James O'Keefe. I'm, I'm an investigative reporter. From? Well, OMG News. OMG News. Why, why does it matter which news organization I'm That's with? That's right. If I said I was from the New York Times, would it change your story? Yeah, I'm with the New York Times. You're a photographer? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, for the yeah. Times? Yeah. Well, is Austin, I'd like to speak with Lavender. That's mommy and okay. daddy at the door, both of them. OMG, like o O'Keefe Media Group, yes. Don't have a comment, she said. They're fired for being trans, is that... He's obviously true? there. We don't really have any comment. No comment? You can't comment on anything. Can't comment? Okay. All right. Well, we spoke to apparently the parents of Austin Lavender, and uh, it is what it is. You know, sometimes you get comment. They did, they did uh, talk to me, but they were hyper-focused on which news organization I was with. Insert myself into the education system without looking like a creeper. I mean, so ladies and gentlemen, big shout out to James O'Keefe, always doing what James O'Keefe does. He then uh, goes on uh, in the in you know in, in the preservation of time here. He goes on and he tells the school board. He goes and puts them on notice and says, every one of these students, kids, anybody who wants a hidden camera will get them, and we're gonna catch all of you doing it. So so basically, put them on red notice. Put them on red notice. And that's what we need to keep doing, folks, putting people on red notice. No corrupted official should be safe from freedom of speech. If there's a corrupted official, and it has been a lot lately, ever since we've been pushing back for the last few years, every time we see a corrupt official, whether it be in an airport or anywhere, we let them have it. And they are no longer protected anymore. They're no longer protected when they go out in public. Kind of like Justin Trudeau in Canada. Watch this. Viewer discretion advised. I think we get the point. I think we get the hint. Um, but this is how it needs to be everywhere. Everywhere. No quarters given. They should answer for what they've done to this country. And they will. And every time they go out in public like that, we should get them. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, before I go, Mike Crispy coming up next. Do not forget, get your Trumpinator bobblehead today. I'll be back. Act fast, ladies and gentlemen. How do you do it? Best way to do it, text TRUMP2024 
to 73001. 70301, excuse me. Text Trump 2024 to 70301. That's Trump 2024 to 70301. Get yours today. And remember, folks, there are right ways and there are wrong ways, but there's only one Yahweh. So stand up tall. Keep your shoulders back. Keep your chests out. Keep your head up high because you are a child of God and no weapon formed against you will ever prosper. I appreciate your donations more than you know. We need them now more than ever. You're amazing. You're wonderful. And I'll see you guys next in Mike Crispy Unafraid. God bless you. Keep your families close. Keep a smile on your face. And whatever you do, keep spreading that gospel. I love you guys. Peace out. Have a good one. Stop screaming that we first in America